Mom, are you a hustler? I'm calling you out today, including myself. Hi, my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I'm here to navigate the messy parts of motherhood. I'm a small-town mom of four who took a parenting blog and wrote a book to help moms find the goodness in the hard places, to chase their dreams, and write their story. So sit tight in the carpool lane. You know what I'm talking about, mamas. Comfortable in those yoga pants and get ready to be encouraged. This is the Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. Are you in a season of hustle or do you feel like your entire life is a hustle with no end in sight? I know for me, the entire months of April and May can feel like a blur between spring break and prom, parent-teacher conference, graduation, or planning for the summer. It's easier to fall into hustle mode than being intentional with our time, with our gratitude, and living in the moment. You know, our days are numbered. Everything has a number. There's 86,400 seconds in a day, 365 days in a year, 18 summers with your kids. But what if you only had four more visits with your parents? Maybe you have nine more years with them, but visit every other year. Maybe three more laughs at the dinner table before your kids leave for college. Maybe one more summer vacation together before those teens get a job. From the moment we're born, life is on a countdown. I grew up in Alabama on the lake, fishing on the banks of the Coosa River, chasing lightning bugs, and I remember walking down to the boathouse, down to the pier, where there was this annual event where all of the willow flies, they would hatch and leave in what basically looked like millions of little brown, delicate-winged butterflies captured in these webs hanging all over the walls. See, willow flies, they have this little motto, live hard and die young. See, they're a fisherman's delight, making for the best fishing of the season. Now, this only happens like one week out of an entire year. And I mean, it's the best bait ever. It's like the best fishing on the lake. So talk about hustling. This willow fly, it starts as an egg. It matures into an adult. It produces up to 400 more little willow flies. And then it hatches and dies in five minutes. Can anyone relate to this hustle? You give and give and give until you feel like you feel like one of those little willow flies from a hatch to a hole in a minute. It's over. I've been this mom slinging kids from one sports event to another, like the soccer mom, the Uber driver that I am. For me, it was all about the doing. I could prove my place. I could hustle for my worth. I climbed that corporate ladder. Hey, world, look at me. Am I doing enough? Am I doing good? Did I make it? Did I prove my place? I'm on a mission, really, you know, and not to seize the moment, but to get the job done. Really, you know, I just want to mark that task off. And it's funny because in Philippians 4, 6 through 8, it reminds us, be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds. 
See, I have a mentality sometimes of go, go, go. I'm living life to the busy and I'm not living life to the full. And just like that, the kids are gone or a season that I should have cherished more. It's ended. You know, it's like, whew, now I can pee in peace. You know, now I do not have to share that cookie with a kid. Now my windows are clean. You know, they're not full of little peanut butter and jelly hands. But I think all that's really overrated. Do we really need clean windows in our car? Do we really want a chicken-free, French fry-free that looks like fossils under the car? Do we really want that? I mean, that's just totally overrated. You know, I look back on that lake and I have such fond memories, but I also just like those fish thinking, you know, oh, they only get it for a week. Those little willow flies, they hatch and just like that, it's over. It's really easy to take life for granted. <laughs> and I can do that in a heartbeat. The kids, they walk into a room and we're just, they're just trying to tell us a story, you know, and they're like, hey, mom. And what are we doing? We're slinging and throwing and scrubbing dishes as if look, we don't have time because the neighbor, she's on her way over here and they can't see my house in disarray. You know, the other day I needed space to breathe just to escape the rat race of my own doing. So as I walked along the lake, I noticed that I was walking like a bear was chasing me. I mean, what was the hurry? I mean, I didn't even have a clue as if I was trying to outrun myself. You know, we form habits. We get in this hurried mode. You eat fast and then you have like digestive issues. You know, you drive aggressively and then you get like a speeding ticket. I mean, nothing Good comes from forcing a triangle into a square peg, right? It's just just like this big honking waste of energy and ain't nobody going to be happy. So what is the hurry? Why don't we realize what we're doing? I had passed the most beautiful scenery the other day when I was walking at the park. These little speckled ducks, they were swimming along the bank. And in the background were these peaked mountains in the backdrop. And here I was racing around the lake like the Boston Marathon was tracking my Fitbit. (laughs) So how can we turn our hustle into more harmonious orchestra? You know, as if the violins, the cellos, the clarinet, and the flutes are all playing these different pieces of music, yet a glorious progression of unity. The definition of harmony is a single, continuous, pleasing progression. See, no more. We've got to stop carrying the baggage not meant for us to bear. See, no one's going to care about you more than you. And if you allow yourself to be last place then girl, behind expectations and and lack of boundaries and people-pleasing and running from conflict, where is the hope? You have got to rescue you. So today I have three actionable steps to bring in harmony to your hustle. Are you ready for this? Number one, let's be more intentional, more deliberate. How we eat how we enjoy flavors, thinking of the farmers who, who grew it, the truck driver who left their family for the week to transport it across country, how we get out of bed every morning. Are we late, tired, or we go to bed an hour early? We know with the clothes laid out by the alarm clock, ready to, to take on the day, how do we respond to our kids? You know, how we communicate with our spouses 
We need to be more intentional, more thoughtful. How we speak to our coworkers, how we wake up with gratitude or angry because we hit the snooze button one time too many and we didn't prepare the night before. And look, we're already behind the eight ball, leaving those we love in the wake of our hustle. Jeremiah 2.25 reminds us, slow down, take a breath. What's the hurry? See, the definition of hustle is to force someone or something to move hurriedly with a lack of courtesy, roughly or abruptly in a certain direction. We can be that willow fly who makes the absolute most of her five minutes on this earth, wringing out all the goodness, leaving no rock unturned, no words unsaid, you know, no moments unlived. Or we can live life like the whole of a life that it once was. See, it's okay to be in a season of hustle, but a lifetime of hustle, it's not. You know, it's like our it just spits out the last bit of adrenal glands, right? Where we're like just trying to make it to the end of the day, just to three o'clock before we get our coffee or our chocolate. So it's okay to be in a season of hustle, but not a lifetime of hustle. So let's write down a vision for how we want our life to look. You know, where there is no vision, people perish. Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. Speak life over your thoughts. Like an architect designing house plans, I have to intentionally write down how to create margin in my life. If I want to create breathing room, I need to carve out space to breathe rather than relying on those adrenal glands to pump out the last bit of juice just to reach the next destination. Y'all know what I'm talking about. See, you have to retrain. This is what I did. I had to retrain my kids not to rush me with this flurry of last-minute tasks. Does anybody else's kids do that? I had to train them to be independent, to seek their own answers first. See, this made for more strategic living. It made for more responsible forward thinkers because the chaos then is held at bay and replaced with a more peaceful atmosphere. See, instead of creating a marketing package that we're always late and chaotic and hurried, we begin to create margin. We held Sunday night meetings to figure out who's responsible for what. Who's responsible for chores? Who's taking the car here? Who's picking up a kid? Upcoming events were placed on a central calendar. And clothes, you know, were laid out the night before. See, procrastination, it took a back seat and gave us breathing room to enjoy the goodness of the journey. Listen, mamas, we may live in this crazy briefly, but we don't have to reside there permanently. We get to say how this life of ours plays out. We can swirl in panic or we can nest in peace. I choose peace. Of course, there are days. I mean, we're not perfect people, right? (laughs) By a long shot. And if you see us fighting in the church parking lot, this girl, don't judge. (laughs) Just let us be. We're just regular people, you know, day by day, moment by moment. We're closer to the breathing room door than the chaotic one. So number two is create space to breathe. 
(sighs) Just take a second and just breathe in deep. You know, a walk around the lake. A latte with friends. Walking barefoot in the front yard. Gazing at the stars at night. Remembering that life is so much bigger than we are. We're such a small piece to the puzzle. But in the same sense, we're also a big piece to the puzzle because we're the hub of communication. You know, we set the tone for our family. When the kids come home from school and they're frustrated or they're like, oh, are we frazzled too? Are we complaining? Are we trying to tell them how bad our day was? We're trying to trump them with a bigger story. Or do we have more of a softer tone, more of a, oh, you know, God's got this under control because really we're just setting the tone. We're setting the example. The kids are like, hey, mom believes in herself. You know, everybody's good. You know, mom's throwing high fives and gold stars at herself. I guess we should do the same. We're creating this kind of experience or this environment. Yeah, you get to choose. You get to choose. Are you going to be that willow fly that, you know, live life to the fullest as much as it had? Or you're going to be that hole of a shell just kind of sitting on a spider web, just blowing in the wind. Right. So create space to breathe. My best ideas come from a good run. You know, once I was running super early in the morning training for this race, and I decided that it was a good time to hash out what I had planned to say to a coworker. And um, it was funny because she had been a little overbearing and kind of in my space. And I thought as I'm on this run at 530 in the morning that I'll just work work out what I'm going to say to her. And my hands were going and I was moving and, and I was saying out loud what I was going to say to her. And... <laughs> This person came from behind me, scared me half to death, and I know they thought I was crazy. But by the time I got home and got ready and and I, I worked it all out and I thought, you know, creating space to breathe is just a tremendous help, right, to be able to figure out your life. And, and, and really, you just need a, a life plan because when you don't have that space and then you don't have the Sunday night meetings, then that's when the kids are come flying in and they're like, Mom, how many times have you heard, I need poster paper? And CVS closes in like three minutes. It's like three minutes till eight. And you're just like, oh my gosh, you're just flying on fumes. And their problem has now become your problem. And now your problem is going to be somebody else's, right? So we have to just create that space to breathe. All right. You got that. So now what are we going to do now? Number three, we're going to establish boundaries. So Dr. Henry Cloud. So you've got to look him up on Instagram. He is so great. He has several books out. One is the book called Boundaries. One is called Necessary Endings. Ooh, so good. Sometimes you have to, you know, if you want those beautiful glorious good smelling roses you have to trim them you know you have to trim them you have to cut them back and that's what we have to do with our lives sometimes he says i don't set boundaries to make you mad at me i set boundaries to honor me see guys we have to protect our island we have to guard it we have to be an advocate for ourselves for our family boundaries need to be made public It's like that puppy dog that, you know, you just get this little dog and he has no idea where he's supposed to, where he's supposed to be outside, you know, if what areas he can run in. And so you put that electric fence up to keep him safe, to keep the neighbors feeling secure. And here's the thing. 
if you don't put those little red flags around the area in the beginning to show him like, hey, as I get close, this thing beeps. Beep. Ooh, I wonder what that does. They touch it. It's like, oh, that hurt. And now every day when they get near those flags, they hear a beep. They don't try to overstep that boundary because they know where it is. And then eventually you can take all the flags down because they get it. They know where everything is. That's why a boundary needs to be made public. No one knows when they're overstepping their boundary. Like, hey, you know, Cousin Eddie, don't come over every night at 930 and like hang out and shoot the breeze. I mean, (laughs) we're trying to go to bed. Um, But if you announce, hey, nobody come to the house after seven o'clock or nine o'clock, then then they know. So then when they do it next time, they know that they have overstepped a boundary and they have become a trespasser. And then you got to figure out what to do from there, right? Um, If you confront them and say, hey, you know, but um, here's the thing. We're going to recap here. Three ways to bring harmony to your hustle. Okay, so do you remember what the definition of harmony is? A single, continuous, pleasing progression. That sounds nice, huh? Harmony. I love that. And then you've got hustle. Someone or something to move hurriedly with a lack of courtesy. I mean, it sounds pushy, doesn't it? Being rough or abrupt in a certain direction. Harmony is way better, right? So let's recap here. Three ways to bring harmony to your hustle. Be more intentional. Be more mindful of how you breathe, how you walk, how you get out of bed, how you eat, how you speak to others. How you see yourself, write down, this is bonus, write down what triggers you, what triggers you, write down who triggers you. Have you ever been with people and you're like, oh, this, this person is so easy to be around. Just, I feel like my best self around them. And then you're with someone else and there's that, oh, they pick at you and it just feels, it's just negative, just negative energy. And you can't get past it no matter what. All right. So write down what triggers you and who triggers you. Okay. Write down your likes and dislikes. Oftentimes we don't even ask ourselves, what are our likes and dislikes? And move in that direction. So number one, be intentional. Number two, create space to breathe. See, you got to give yourself margin. That space to, you know, that space between the road and the cliff's edge. Because it's so easy to get on that yellow line and then we start hearing do 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 You hear those little bump things in the road and it's warning you, look, this is not going to be good. <laughs> Something bad is fixing to go down. You got to get back into that lane again, right? So be more intentional. Create space to breathe. And number three, establish boundaries. Remember to train your kids not to ask for last minute post award paper three minutes before CVS, right? Hold those Sunday night meetings to prepare for the week before. Okay, there's so many wonderful things that we can do to help us to be intentional. It might be like cooking all the chicken, getting meal prep done. Sometimes I'll just get that uh, little uh, steam cooker thing. And I'll just put all the rice in there, all the chicken in there, and then I'll add broccoli and and then just get my Tupperware. And it's like, doot, 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 doot. You know, I've, there's six of us, so I try to do at least 12. So everybody has at least two meals that they can either take to school or, gosh, some of my kids, 
I, one of them six foot six. He's so tall. And he eats like he's trying to fill all of his kneecaps. I mean, he's got hollow legs, I guess. And he could eat all 12 of the meals in two days. <laughs> it's crazy. As much as you do, just do your best, okay? Life is not perfect. It's just maintenance, right? <laughs> when you allow God, when you pray and allow God to get into your mess, woo, he can make it a masterpiece. I'm telling you, don't try to go rogue and do it alone. It is not worth it. So have you read my book, Living Your Best Life? And it's also in an audible. Chapter five talks all about creating breathing room. And it gives you all the step by steps on how to implement self-care that will make you live a happier, freer, unstuck life. And if you miss the show every Monday at four o'clock, you can also listen to my motherhood mindset with Stephanie Pletka on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And I want to thank Laurieann. She wrote a review and she said, this show will make you laugh, feel heard and understood and give you steps to follow. I had goosebumps and can't wait to hear more. So thank you. I really appreciate that. If you want to go to Apple Podcasts, and uh, give me a review. I would appreciate it. It just really helps enormously. You know, if this show has changed you in any way or, or helped you, why don't you write into the show? Or you can email me, Stephanie, at stephaniepletka.com. That's P-L-E-T-K-A dot com. And I will read your review on the show. If you've got any questions, you can also email either the show or myself. And I will answer those questions online. I love the interaction. It's funny. I love to talk. I mean, I'm sure most podcasters got in trouble in school a lot for talking. But if you look back on your life, you know, think about all those clues that you've had your entire life. Thinking about like those clues are like a thread, you know, that runs through your life, always telling you who you are, who you're becoming, So when you're living that intentional life, just sit back, take a breath and think about what you love in life. What makes you happy? What brings you joy? What brings you energy? And do more of that. I love to go sometimes to the park without my kids and swing. It's just so fun. You know, a swing as high as you can to your your toes touch the sky and I just love it. So if you're a runner or if you love to bake, you know, just do more of those things that bring life to you. So in the end, when that willow fly, so the one who lived hard but died young, (laughs) just remember, wring it all out of life. Let no rock be left unturned. Just live it, enjoy it, and Build those relationships with those kids, your coworkers, your neighbors, and create a strong legacy. Until next time, here's to living your best life. Hey guys, if this show has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to click the five stars and tell me what you think over on Apple Podcast. You can go to my website at stephaniepletka.com and subscribe or grab a copy of my book, Living Your Best Life, or even download the Audible for Moms on the Go. Are you in the Phoenix area? Tune into Faith Talk 1360 every Monday at 4 or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until then, 
Here's to living your best life.